0: Who was the biggest winner from week one of training camp for the Dallas Cowboys? All that and more in this episode of the Locked On Cowboys podcast. You are Locked On Cowboys, your daily Dallas Cowboys podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Locked. Locked On Cowboys, Locked On Cowboys. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. We want to thank you for making us your first listen of the day. We are free and available on all platforms. And today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. I am Marcus Mosher. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosher. He is Lena McCool. Check him out on Twitter at McCoolBCB. Landon, you're actually going out to to training camp today to see the Cowboys' first pad of practice. How are you doing today, sir?
1: Well, I mean, it's finally here. We've been talking about it long enough, and uh, we finally arrived at the day where uh, training camp, you know, I know training camp started technically last week, but, uh, you know, and we're going to talk about some of the guys and how they looked in in shorts. but, But I think, you know, today is the day where you really start to separate. Uh, men from the boys and that, yeah, all the yeah. other all the other cliches here you, you hear there. So I think today is the day that we, we start to really get to see what we what we've been dying to see.
0: Yeah, and a programming note, Layton, you and I are going to record a podcast as soon as camp is over. Look for it on YouTube uh, yeah. quickly after we record It'll also be up in your podcast feeds late Monday night, early Tuesday morning. So be on the lookout for that. But today we are talking about the biggest winners from week one of camp. And I know we're talking about guys in shorts and T-shirts, but there's still some takeaways. Yeah, absolutely. Landon, who is your biggest winner from week one? Well, I
1: mean, I, I think it's not surprising because we've been kind of, you know, t- talking about this player for a while. And, and and you know, he had kind of a, a highlight reel catch, which, which is always something that's going to grab the eyes a little bit. Um, and we knew that TJ fashion needed to have a big first week. You know, we knew that you when know, the pads before the pads came on, he needed to come out here and kind of uh, uh, establish himself as someone who is going to make a move because he's kind of in this weird no man's land where he's not a guy who's going to play special teams. He's not, you know, necessarily one of your top. I mean, as of right now, one of your top four receivers. Mm-hmm. Um, so he needed to come out. He needs to come out and really show, separate himself. Uh, li- literally from cornerbacks, but also figuratively from other wide receivers to kind of make a place for him on this team. Uh, I, I, you know, the reviews seem to have come in. Obviously, like I said, the highlight catch he made in the end zone for touchdown was great, but it, it does sound like beyond that, he had a really good starting week. And I, I look forward to him kind of carrying that into this week as well.
0: Yeah, I mean, this is somebody that we didn't get to see a lot last year in training camp at all because of an injury. Yeah. We had a feeling that he would look better here in year two. And I think. I think we're all shocked about maybe how polished he's looked and it seems like he has been one of their better receivers. It doesn't necessarily mean he's going to make the team, but I think we at least have to have a conversation about should the Cowboys consider rostering him because they just don't have anybody like him.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's the thing he, he does unique. He does have a unique set of skills, especially for this team. Um, and, and I think that, you know, it's going to be a difficult kind of math equation. He's really going to make, Uh, the roster building uh, exercise is very difficult because again, he he doesn't provide you with much of anything else on special teams, or at least we haven't seen that yet. Uh, So I'll I'll be interested to see if they try to sneak him on some special teams, but I do think that as it stands right now, he's going to need to have a really great training camp um, to kind of make that 53 man roster. And if he doesn't, uh, the Cowboys may have some very weird decisions on how exactly they want to either try to hold on to him through, a uh, practice squad, um, trade him or, or, or whatever yep. they do. So it'll be interesting to see how that all flushes. Itself uh, out.
0: I want to bring up one more receiver really quickly as a winner. And this is about the least surprising thing ever, but Noah Brown seems like he's been one of the guys that's been consistent every single day. I've, I've read reports about yeah. how he just kind of gets open. He catches everything. He's a reliable route runner. I mean, he's been there longer than any other receiver, right? I, I think so. He's the longest tenured receiver on this team. It's not surprising to me that he's having a strong camp in land, and it wouldn't be surprising to me at all if we open week one and he's one of their starting three receivers. Would not shock me at all.
1: No, I mean, I, I don't think it would. I mean, like, look, he he kind of got drafted as a – I mean, we all talk about him being like a special teams player and kind of playing that light-in position. But, I mean, he was really drafted as a as a developmental guy. I mean, he has the physical traits you want as a wide receiver. He was big. I mean, I think he came in with very similar kind of looking numbers as Des Bryant, if I remember. You know, 6'2", 220-plus. I think he ran a 4'4"-ish 40 at his, at his pro day at mm-hmm. uh, the Combine. So, uh, I mean, having been in the league for – it seems like a decade at this point. I mean, he came in with with, with Zeke, right? Uh, so uh, twenty seventeen or, or the next, year the after. Next year, yeah, the yep. year after, right? Um, so uh, you know, it's it's one of those things where he's been a developmental uh, wide receiver for five years, and, and 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 to his credit, every year he's gotten better. Every oh yeah, year he's yep. he's he's you know he's and he's splashed here and there, but it's always been about can he be a reliable, consistent target obviously Cedric Wilson kind of stole some glory there, but I think we all know how good Cedric Wilson is, and that's nothing to kind of be a, a, a mark against you. So there's no reason that Noah Brown couldn't come in and couldn't have you know taken this year to really kind of develop himself into a, a guy who could be a, a useful offensive weapon. I think beyond just being a special teams player and a guy who comes in as a, as a strong blocker in, in motion sets, uh, you know, he has the physical tools to be a, a difficult to cover wide receiver. It's always been about him developing the skill set part.
0: Again, not surprised at all. He's having a good camp. I'm not going to be surprised when the pads come on and he looks really good because he can do things as a blocker. Right. He, he, he can play a lot of different roles. I think he's going to have a bigger part in this offense than many Cowboy fans are anticipating. We're going to get to uh, some more winners and uh Not necessarily losers, but guys that maybe should have played a little bit better in practice. But before we do that, I want to tell you guys about Dave. If you're living paycheck to paycheck or struggling to make ends meet, it can be really stressful when unexpected expenses come up. But now Dave can help you get out of a pinch when you really need it. Dave is the banking app that can help you get up to $500 instantly with extra cash. That is more money to fill your tank, buy a wedding gift, or catch up on bills, You can finally tackle those expenses that have been stressing you out without any hangups. There is no interest and no credit check needed. Millions of people have already downloaded the Dave app to get the financial relief that they need with extra cash. So if you're in a pinch and you need some extra help, download Dave and think of it as a helping hand from future you. Download the Dave app from the app store right now. That is D-A-V-E. Sign up for an extra cash account and get up to $500 instantly. For terms and conditions, go to dave.com slash legal instant transfer fees. Apply banking provided by EVOL, member FDIC. All right, Laina, the next one I want to talk about is Jabril Cox. Um, yeah. Again, no pads. I'm going to keep stressing that. No pads, but <laughs> this is where somebody like Jabril Cox can shine. And we've already seen it, right? Running sideline to sideline, making plays in coverage. He looks healthy. He looks like he's back to the, the version that we saw at LSU. And that's really exciting because I, the Cowboys haven't had a linebacker like this in a long time that can really cover, that can really run. I'm excited.
1: Yeah, not uh, since uh, Michael Parsons. Uh, they're they different, have got, though. Different. Yeah, yeah they're, they're different. different. They're different. I was
0: going to um, say, like, not since Kevin Burnett. Man, Kevin Burnett—that was. I mean, guy, is that that's the last one that's kind of been like this, right? If,
1: yeah, and it's interesting because Kevin Burnett is a great comparison too. Just like an an a special teams player, a guy who, honestly, like if he had just been able to stay healthy, and I hope that that's not obviously to go Cox's path as well. But Burnett really struggled to stay on the field, but had so much talent, had so much speed, had so much athleticism in that package. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think as far as playing styles, I'll definitely feel comfortable comparing them. Maybe hopefully not career paths, but uh, I hope we'll it's more think Dexter that, Coakley, right? There we go. There we go, Dexter Coakley. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think you look at what this team, you know, let's flash back five years ago, right? Uh, less than that, uh, three or four years ago, uh, when you had Jalen Smith and Layton Vanderesh as your linebacker core. Now, I think you could probably get away. We've talked about this at the time. You know, you could probably get away with one of those guys. Uh, but you, you needed somebody. They're two thumpers. They needed uh, you just somebody. You can
0: play linebacker with 200, two 255-pound guys at that position yeah. name, or You just can't. You can't. And, and, and they needed
1: a guy to be a real true run-and-hit linebacker. And then, you know, obviously Dan Quinn enters the scene, and you certainly really, really need those guys. So uh, Parsons obviously was a pick. Uh, you know, Leighton Vander Esch has been playing better football and has dropped a little bit mm-hmm. of weight, but he still isn't quite the guy. Jabril Cox was the guy when we drafted him in the was in the fifth round pick, I think fourth round, uh, fourth round, fourth round. Yeah, but yeah. we all expected him to go in the second round. And uh, you know, I I think that the highlights that you've seen uh, tweeted out uh, shows a guy who has that speed that we talked that we talked about. You know, coming out of college. Uh, he, he definitely has a skill set that is uh, is greatly desired in this defense. And it's unique. And, they
0: just don't have anybody and, like him,
1: right? Yeah, I mean, I think they've tried to kind of cobble together with, with, uh, with safeties at different points uh, and some linebackers, obviously. But he kind of is like the kind of midway point between a – uh, you know, uh, I don't want to say a late Vanderesh, but you know, between a linebacker and a, a curse type safety, right? You I, know, I think the
0: difference for me is, though, is he's got the athleticism and the size to cover, but he also has the instincts, and I think that's a yeah. little bit different. Like, you can watch his film at LSU, like, or even at the senior bowl, like, his coverage instincts are so good. He just has a feel of when a tight end's going to break and where he needs to be. He's so good in zone coverage. If they can keep him healthy and, he, yeah. and he's starting to play with those instincts and trust his, his reads, man, you could be getting a really, really good weak side linebacker.
1: Well, what you, what, what this defense – what opposing offices don't want to see of this defense is having them get another fast, instinctual player. I mean, this defense is already filled with guys who can run and, and are instinctual. And, and I think uh, adding another one at a position like linebacker – uh, where you can get you know another guy close to the line of scrimmage, you know, sh- screaming at sub four five speed. Yep. You know that's 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 just gonna make things scary. even more scary. So yeah, I, I do think that it, him being on the field is is a win. You know, at this point. Yes. Or because oh my Of, gosh, of, of yeah. the ACL. Yeah. So for, so for the fact that he's that he's a winner simply for being on the field and 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 recovering uh, so quickly from that ACL injury, and the Cowboys are winners for having him on for getting him back. You know. Yeah. But I think that beyond that, is the play so far sounds like it's been really encouraging. I know he's ready,
0: and I'm certainly ready to see him with the pads on. He got multiple practices before August 1st. Yeah. It's yeah. incredible. Now, I want to incredible. see how he plays with the pads because that's always been a little bit of the weakness of his game, like taking yeah. on blocks and stuff. Yep. But that's okay. The Cowboys can live with that as a weakness if you're going to be excellent in coverage. They can find ways to mitigate that. So yep. Jabril Cox, to me, the biggest winner of camp so far. Do uh, you got another one for us, Lanham?
1: You know, I, I I've seen. Uh, I mean, again, like we're we're peeking through keyholes here, so it's 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 more of just like guys you've seen highlights of, guys you've seen whispers of. It sounds like uh, uh, this, you know, and, and every year, right? This maybe this is this year's guy, not so much uh, Turpin, who was a, a guy that they signed yeah. as a as a uh, USFL uh, player. Uh, I, I think he's going to be great. And I think he's so far, he's looked pretty good. I'm going to go with, and I don't think I have his name, right. His first name, right. Is it Daniel Houston? Yes. Uh, the wide receiver. This is another guy that, you know, we kind of had brought up a little bit, you know, um, during our, our coverage of, of direct pre agents and, and the draft picks that we did, that we got. Um, he's a guy that, you heard a little bit about in OTAs that they liked him or that he was kind of you know, impressive and making plays. And what does he come out and do? What do we talk about all the time? We talk about drum beats, you know, shout out to Sig- uh, Sigmund Bloom and-, and Cecil Lamy for that. Um, but, but the drum beat of a guy like Houston kind of continually making plays in OTAs uh, and then transferring that to the, uh, to the, to the playing field in Oxnard and, and- Dennis Houston, uh,
0: by the way, I'm sorry.
1: De- oh, Dennis Houston. Thank you. I'm sorry. Um, you know, I think that that's the kind of thing that you look for with these guys. Now, look, <laughs> we we literally spent a podcast. I think it was like what late last week, listing off all the undrafted free agent wide receivers over the years mm-hmm. who have shined and then never kind of did anything. So, uh, and again, as we've already caveated, all this is without pads. But mm-hmm. Dennis Houston is a guy that the drum beat has started for. So just like those other guys, you have to at least keep eyes on him if the drum beat continues, if he if this guy kids keeps making plays, uh, uh, you know, then you start questioning, hey, can he play some special teams? What all uh, oh, right, can he play if he can play special teams, suddenly you're having a conversation about do we have to find a way to get Dennis Houston on right. the team, you know? So so that's something to keep an
0: eye on. Uh, Houston ran a four-four-one at the uh, NFL Combine. Super productive out of Western Illinois. Uh, mm-hmm. So we'll see. My guess is he's probably more of a practice squad guy. That would think so. Maybe maybe more the TJ Vasher role. Where hey, we're gonna stash you for a year. Let's see what you can do next year. But if you're making plays at this point in camp and you can continue through the preseason. You never know. We've we've seen these kind of players sneak onto the practice squad before or onto the active roster. Just keep an eye on Dennis Houston. It seems like he's outperformed Ty Freifogel. I know Dontario Drummond hasn't practiced yet because he's on the PUP, but it wouldn't be surprising if he kind of leapfrogged those guys here in training yep. camp. Yep. Uh, all right, I've got one more that I want to talk about, Lena, but before we do that, I want to tell you guys about BetOnline. BetOnline.net is the fastest and the easiest way – To check in on all of your betting needs, find all of your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, Combat Sports, Esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports wagering information from live in-game betting scores and podcasts. They have you covered head to bet online today, or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action bet online, where the game starts. All right. I've, I've got one more that I want to talk about, unless you've got one. Do you have any more?
1: No, I mean, I think, you know, there's, it's really just kind of seeing what these guys uh, uh, look like coming in this first week. So uh, I'm 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 open to whoever you got. Yep.
0: Yeah, Sam Williams for me. Um, yeah, we've only seen flashes, but it's kind of the combination of some of the clips that we've seen, how the Cowboys are using him, and then how everybody's talking about him. Like Jerry Jones could not stop <sighs> blowing about Sam Williams. Uh, he's been getting a lot of attention from Dan Quinn. Michael Parsons said he's somebody that's going to add a lot of speed and juice to the defense. It doesn't sound like it's been too big for him so far and that was a little bit of my concern I know he's not a polished player or anything like that but it at least seems like he belongs and it's gonna have some type of role as a rookie and listen I wasn't always convinced that because they do have some depth at defensive end but it sounds like so far so good for Sam Williams
1: yeah I mean here's the thing that you know that we need to remember about sam williams is what i mean he played in the sec at a crazy high level i mean wasn't he i think he was wasn't he defensive player of the year for sec last uh, year he had
0: the, he finished second in sacks behind only Will anderson who had one of the best college seasons in yeah, the I mean, history of college football but that's what i said he had second w- and pretty good <laughs> yeah second in sacks and you know was really really good
1: yeah, it's, I think you know we kind of continually kind of talk about this developmental label because he is raw. I mean, there, there, is, there is certainly nothing. Yes. There is lots to that. I mean, I certainly don't want to discount what we've been saying. I think the other part, too, is that while still being raw, he dominated SEC competition. Mm-hmm. And that, a shows that you, didn't help him. No, absolutely not. And, you know, he's playing basically a, a, a head-up five-tech, you know, maybe a shade outside the tackle which, you know, with his explosiveness and his, and his length, you know, he's played free technique, half the time, yeah. which is doing fine, but it's like, you know, anyways, but my point being is that this is a guy who had a lot of tools and he has a lot of tools that were, uh, he was availing himself against the top competition that he had available to. Mm-hmm. Him. So uh, uh, yeah, I think for me, the excitement for Sam Williams was physically seeing him stand next to some of these guys. You know, he's not, Undersized, he's not small. You saw him line like you know. Th- there was one point where they were watching, kind of watching, going through drills or whatever, and he's standing next to Golson and and um, I think it was Armstrong and Basham, and he looks he looks similarly sized to them. You know, he looks like he's he's physically belongs there, and and he's not like this. I, I think that we kind of, I, at least I kind of got this impression that he's you a know, longer arm, but maybe shorter. Uh, you know, kind of a more explosive type, but he is a full size defensive end that is playing with that kind of explosion. So he runs a
0: four four six.
1: Yeah, that's pretty crazy, <laughs> man. Um, so like, I, I think that that's that that was what was fascinating to me for Sam Williams. I, I, you know, you saw a little bit of clips. I mean, again, we're talking about no pads, but you know, I think for me, and again, a lot of what I'll do today too at practices it's kind of just getting a feel for what these guys look like in comparison to these other players and, and how big and, 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 you know, four, four, six, like, what does that mean? I need to see that in yeah, like yeah. a package and how that guy moves, you know? So
0: it's it, it strange because when you can see somebody listed like on mock draftable at six four two fifty five, 255 but until you see what their frame looks like, yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's a strange thing. So I, I get what you're saying.
1: Yeah, and honestly, I think that that's really you know the first thing you kind of do at least when I go to camp is kind of you know calibrate your brain to people's you know physical movement and how they look when they move and stuff, and it it, it helps you down the road when you're trying to identify the players later and you can't see their numbers right. Yeah. So, but I mean, I the, the, the thing that was fascinating with me with Sam was his production, his ability to kind of you know keep up. That's all great. The physicality, the fact that he has you know he's built like a ready-made defensive end. Uh, you know, when you're talking about explosive players in the NFL, a lot of times they come in undersized. They come in looking like linebackers, like, and, and then they kind of have to build up to that sort of mm-hmm. def- professional defensive end body. He looks like he's already there, which is and, really, and, really impressive.
0: And that's, what's so exciting. Week one of practice looks like he belongs. If you yeah. can continue to, to develop and when the pads come on and play well, Maybe he'll have a bigger than expected role this year on the defense. Maybe he is somebody when the Cowboys get to third and nine. They want him on the field because he's just so unique with the speed. He's a guy that I'm really interested in watching this week, throughout the preseason, and then, of course, during the regular season. We want to thank you guys for making Locked On Cowboys your first listen today. Now make your second listen to Locked On NFL Podcast. Our national NFL experts and insiders keep fans dialed in with the biggest stories and the latest news from around the league. Because an off season doesn't equal a break in the action. Make sure you follow Landon today on Twitter at McCoolBCB. He's going to be providing updates from the Cowboys' first pad of practice. Landon, I'm excited for you to get in there and actually, you know, get close to the action and tell us what's going on. Me too. Uh,
1: so yeah, make sure you guys follow me on Twitter. Make sure you follow Marcus as well and check out the feed because uh, we'll definitely be doing shows after the uh, after the uh, pod. I mean, <laughs> pods after the the, the practices. Uh, and who knows? I mean, I'm in start all week, so so maybe there's still be some special broadcasts too.
0: yeah uh, follow lot on Cowboys wherever you get your podcast. Check us out on YouTube. Uh, we'll see you guys later today, later on Tuesday. Enjoy practice everybody. Football is officially back..
1: Ah.